0: Be heard and be understood. It's a show where men can be men. Now here's the coach who has your back, Linda Gross.
1: Welcome everybody to another edition of the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. I am so pumped up and excited to have you here today. We are going to be talking about the laws of manhood. Now, here are some common phrases that you hear, right? Manhood is under attack. Manhood is misunderstood. There is now a new masculinity. And, of course, the differences between men and women are shrinking. These are just a few of the phrases that we hear about today's masculinity and the idea of manhood in general. With so much talk of gender and gender confusion, it leads one to ask if there are any real marks or signifiers of a true Man. Well, let's find out, shall we? (laughs) All right. The laws of manhood. That's what we're going to talk about. Get yourself out of childhood time. What distinguishes that transition from being a child, being selfish, being self centered, to manhood, right? All right. So here's some things that you might want to consider as to what makes the transition. Buy high-quality tools, so only you have to buy them once. How about carrying a fire extinguisher, a flashlight, and jumper cables in your vehicle? (laughs) Always uh, be on the ready in case you have an emergency, right? All right, learn some basic skills to take care of your home. This could be things like carpentry, wiring, plumbing, painting. And what about vehicle repair? Learn how to change a tire oil, filter, brakes, belts, rotate the wheels, etc. Then you will know what to look for when you have to pay someone else to do it. So it's not a good idea to be in the dark. Better you learn it, you can supervise those who do this type of work for you. Never hit anyone unless they are an immediate threat. I know it's Seems like guys get upset with women and they're wanting to hit the woman back. Please evaluate this very important point. Is she a threat to you? If she's not a threat, don't hit. Now, the only reason to ever point a gun at someone is if you intend to shoot them, right? You don't want to play games. You don't want to play Russian roulette um, because invariably someone is going to get hurt, if not die. So don't do it. All right. How about let's uh, evaluate some grooming habits. Every hat should have a purpose. That's a good one, right? (laughs) So how about you know the difference between brogue, derby, and balmoral and when to wear them? All right, so what are those differences? (laughs) Okay, so a brogue is sometimes in green plaid with a small brim. Just think an old-timer's golf cap. A derby is a bowler hat. So just think of Charlie Chaplin. A Balmoral is a traditional Scottish hat that can be worn as part of formal or informal Highland dress. So think bagpipers. Because that's what they wear. All right. How about you keep a change of clothes at the office or in your car? Because you can never be too ready and you just never know what's going to happen at the office. Um, You know, the coffee coffee pot could explode and just be all over your current clothing, not a good look. So it's good to be prepared. Nothing looks more badass than a well-tailored suit. The true one. Brush your teeth before you put on your shirt or tie. I keep telling myself this one. I always put my shirt on, then I brush my teeth, and then I'm sorry because I get some of the toothpaste on the shirt. So uh, they know what they're talking about. Do it the other way around. If you get a little toothpaste on your skin, who cares? But... um, yeah, you don't want to have to go digging through your closet for another shirt, right? Never wear a clip-on tie, okay? Don't want to do the lazy thing, especially a bow tie. And you know what? How sexy is it to have your woman help you with the bow tie? Sometimes it's, it's hard to tie the bow tie uh, in reverse in the mirror, but um, it's pretty fun when she's helping you out with it. Always go out in public like you're about to meet the love of your life. That's a nice one. I like that. (laughs) Or you could say, you know, uh, maybe you're going for a job interview or something like that. Maybe it's a convention. Always look your best because you're never going to know. You don't know who you might run into. Another entry into manhood, learn how to wet shave. Sure, the electric blade, uh, blades are nice, but you a good guy always needs to know how to wet shave. Shave with the grain on the first go-round. Never wear more than a watch and a wedding ring to a wedding or a funeral unless you're the one who's being buried. Never wear more, okay, uh, Never wear athletic shoes with a suit. Okay, well, you know, we watch these award shows, and a lot of these uh, recording artists, they do they do it that way. They've got a nice tuxedo with tennis shoes. It's just not a good look. Please don't be one of those. Don't pick up your tailoring, dry cleaning, or get your hair cut the day of a special event. That's a true one, because what if the tailoring's not ready? What if they lost your dry cleaning You don't want to be in a scramble at the event, right? Shower before and after. Ooh, I like that one. You can get into a lot of trouble. (laughs) All right, so we are talking today about the laws of manhood. And you can call in on this topic. Our phone number is 323-642-1677. Three, two, three, six, four, two, one, six, seven, seven. All right, let's carry on, shall we? Mm-hmm. Dating. Never take her to the movies on a first date. So why is that? Because you're sitting two hours or so in the movie. You're not talking, you're not bonding. Um, I guess you can bond after the movie and talk about the movie. That might be a good thing. But then you've also broken my other rule that it's not a meet and greet, which should your first date should be one hour or less. So um, the main reason to not do this is that you're not connecting with her. And it's a lot of time to spend with somebody uh, without connecting. And what if the movie is bad? So that's not going to be a good look either. All right, always look the person in the eye when you talk to them. This is a good one because it means that you're not afraid, you've got confidence, you're connecting with her. Confidence is the first C. You're connecting with her, which is um, the second C. You're caring because otherwise if you're bored and you're not caring, you're looking away, right? You're, you know, looking at something else or someone else. Uh, So when you are looking them directly in the eye, it means you care. All right. Next up, compliment her on her shoes. This is an important one for most women. They like it when you notice the little things. Um, And many of us are shoe, you know, shoe horses. So we we really do like our shoes. So when you compliment something that we like, uh, it shows that you've noticed and that you care. Never have sex with anyone that doesn't want it as much as you. This one's a hard one to judge. I don't know why this one is on the list because a lot of times women women will go along with it, but they're not in it for the sex as much as you, but that's all right, I guess. So for women out of your league. Okay, this is a common uh, male theory here. I guess it's true. You want to have good offspring, so... Hey, why not? You want her to be as gorgeous as she can, um, you know, and then in other ways too. Maybe she's got money, maybe she's got a good personality. Why not go for the trifecta? Wear shoes that lace up. So, Velcro fasteners are for children. You're not two anymore. You know how to do it, it looks sharp when you do it. So, just do it. Ask more than you answer, because everybody likes to talk about themselves. Again, it goes back to the connect with her, second C, and caring, right, third C. So you want to do this. By the way, uh, my Cs, there are four Cs in total, and it's my contention that if you do these four Cs, they are the core drives that women have, and you'll find um, a further definition and explanation of these four Cs in my book, Mastering Women, the real truth about women that will change your life forever. So it's my contention, if you do these four Cs, you can win over any woman, anywhere, anytime. Don't let the little head do the thinking for the big head. I know you want to do it the other way around sometimes, but, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's good to put the big head big head hat on occasionally. Never stop dating your wife. Okay, this is a good one because men are very goal-oriented and they think that once they have the prize, they get to stop, Uh, that they don't have to try as hard. But it doesn't work that way for women. Women want reassurance all the time. So just make sure that you are always dating her uh, if the budget allows, go out once a week. doesn't have to be an expensive date. Leave the kids at home. Call grandma. Let her do the babysitting, whatever it takes. Um, you know, if the budget doesn't allow, try to connect with your wife at least twice a month. Yep. Don't wear fruity cologne. All right, I guess that goes without saying. Don't change yourself just to make someone else happy. That's, that's true, and All walks of life, not just with your mate. Women find confidence sexy as hell. So you'll find tips on how to build your confidence in the book. So I definitely recommend that one. Um, Do not start or finish eating before your date does. Mm, That's a good one. That means you're paying attention, you're generous, uh, and you're respectful. I like that one, actually. When you were single, you cooked, cleaned, made your bed, and washed your clothes. Marriage means you still do it, but only about half as much, since there's two of you. All right. If you have just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the laws of manhood. You can call in on this topic if you have a question or comment, 323 642-1677, 323-642-1677. So we will um, take a short break right now. When we come back from the break, we'll go into uh, more tips that will get you you into manhood. Uh, How many of these tips are you doing? I'd like to hear. All right. Talk to you right back after the break.
2: Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and, if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked
1: back everybody you're currently listening to the men's advocate show with me your host linda gross today we are talking about the laws of manhood Uh, you can call us on this phone number 323-642-1677 again that number is 323-642-1677 i would like to find out your comments and questions on this topic and how many of these traits do you have do they serve you? Do they not serve you? Have you tried them with any measure of success? Or have some of them backfired? I'd really like to know. So I want to hear from you. All right, let's get back to it, shall we? Call mom and dad every week. That's a good habit to be in. They really want to hear from you. I know um, you have a busy life and so forth. Just check in. doesn't have to be a long call. Five minutes. Hi, hello, how are you? Uh, you know, just to make sure that everyone is okay and to just catch up during the week. Be kind to animals. That goes without saying. Live magnanimously. Oh, I love that one. That's a good one, too. Um, Surround yourself with good people. Never show up empty-handed to somebody's home. (laughs) I once showed up with a date and... I was making a home-cooked meal, gourmet meal, and my mom happened to be visiting, and she said, I don't care what happened during the dinner, before, during, and after. I don't care how much you like this person. He's off the list because here you are putting out this kind of energy, and he can't bring some flowers or, you know, wine or dessert or something. It's such an easy task to do. It's just so rude to show up empty-handed. So don't do that. Unlike the queen, if you are the host or leader, eat last. You know, at the queen's house, you can't start going going at it unless she starts first. And the minute she's done with her food, everybody is done with their food. <laughs> so since we are not uh, in front of the queen, or nor are we, nor are we the queen those rules don't apply to you. So if you're the host or the leader, um, just make sure that everybody is taken care of. That's what it's saying ahead of yourself. Makes sense. If dining out with family or friends on a special occasion, call ahead and put the bill on your card. What a nice gesture. It's so thoughtful to do that. Let's say it's their 40th birthday or a special occasion or whatever and People are going to squabble over the bill, maybe your siblings or whatever, at the end of the night. It's so nice to have already had that taken care of. So make that happen. It's a nice gesture. Don't let someone else pay for your family. What are you, a chump? It just doesn't look good. So I agree with this one as well. Borrow anything from friends and family. Return it immediately when finished. Yep. I like that. And another thing is when you take it out of its given place, return it back to the given place. Nobody wants to pick up after you. You're not a child. You're done using the tool or the product or the equipment or whatever. Just put it back. Madliness is not only being able to take care of yourself, but others as well. So selfish is the person that only thinks of himself So you've now graduated away from that. You can take care of others as well. If there are three empty urinals, don't use the middle one. I guess step to the left, step to the right. That way another user can uh, be in there with you. So um, I guess if you use the middle one, everybody has to wait for you, and that's selfish. Never let the waiter seat you near the kitchen it's noisy dishes are clanking you really don't want to hear the the chefs and the staff are talking about it just you probably will get very distracted so sit away from the kitchen all right how about work well nice guys don't finish last but boring guys do The first one to get angry loses. Oh, I like this one because it means that you're out of control and that you can't control your emotions. And as I've said a few times on this show, one of the few emotions that uh, men are allowed, socially allowed to express is anger. So, you know, if, if you're always resorting to anger, you're really not in control. You've lost the argument or whatever. So I agree with that one. Never stop learning. I agree with this one, too. You know, a lot of people, they get done with school, and they never pick up a book again. They never read an article. I mean, it's just, what is that? Um, You know, if you're always a sponge, it's a good thing, because you never know where that's going to lead you. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. Ooh. That's a good one. I like that one a lot. There's no such thing as luck. Only preparation and execution. Do whatever you want to do, but be the best at it. No one is on their deathbed wishing they spent more time at work. Always carry some cash. You never know when you... When a credit card or a debit card just isn't going to cut it, always have some cash. In fact, if you can stash the cash, <laughs> that's even better. Maybe there's a hideaway pocket in your wallet or, or your coat, or maybe there's a pocket in your car somewhere, or maybe even your desk drawer, for goodness sake. Always uh, stash a couple of bills or two because you just never know. If you don't try, then you have already failed. So why put yourself in that position, right? At least 10% of every paycheck should go directly to your investments. If you aren't confident, get really good at one thing. Uh, Maybe that one thing is a passion or a hobby or could even be your job. Just get good at one thing. Find out your passion and figure out how to get paid for it. Mm -hmm. I like that. So when you're unsure about a decision, go with the one that will make for a good story. No matter what their job or status, everyone deserves your respect. Accept personal responsibility. Bad things happen. It's your job to overcome them. Yesterday was an easy day. Today was a hard day. Tomorrow is a medium day. Just know that it will all pass. So as easy or hard as you think uh, the day is going, things do get better. And things do change. That's the nature of the game. When you win, score, or succeed so graciously, don't be boastful about it. All right, if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Mint Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the laws of manhood. You can call with a comment or question at 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677, and we will catch you right back after the break
0: hey guys do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home meet in person over the phone or with a free skype call anywhere in the world
1: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the laws of manhood. How many of these apply to you? Do you use them? Would you like to call or comment on the show? 323 642 1677. 323 642 1677. Hey, look, we have a caller on the line. Welcome, caller. How are you?
3: I'm great, darling. Uh, can you hear me okay?
1: I can speak up just a bit louder, but I can. What is your first name then? Um,
3: I go by the name of Bob, and I live in the Whitsunday Islands, um, northeast coast of Australia. And, um, yeah, sorry about the background noise. It's the wet season, so it's it's raining quite heavily, and I can't do anything about that at the moment. But... Um, I love this topic of masculinity and I'll quickly share what it means for me Um, yeah Yeah. for me being masculine means um, having the strength to share my truth appropriately um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to stay in my integrity um, the courage to express all my feelings appropriately because all my for me all my feelings our messages there. You know, it's the suppression of feelings that, um, for me, leads to depression, um, and that's been my journey um, through expressing my feelings. Um, and even anger, expressed appropriately, is a powerful is a powerful tool. You know, it can um, it can make a a man lift a car off a person. You know, it's very empowering. Um, but I agree that the the stereotypical Depiction of male anger in our society is all wrong, but for me, there's nothing wrong with feelings, and um, oh yeah, um, take responsibility for your life. Well, I am master and commander of my life, and I take full responsibility for this life that I do create. And so, you know, there's there's nobody nobody to blame uh, for me. All are equal, unique, and sovereign and uh, that's what I stand on and I'll just close with this one that I really love is that um, it's okay to be you know from anyone but specifically males it's it's okay to be vulnerable for me being vulnerable is just a human being being human so and yeah my, my life is awesome but I've taken full responsibility for it and um I've cured myself of a 30-year depression. Um, I live in the moment, and I don't even own a pair of shoes. So... <laughs> masculine for me is not... Masculine for me is not about being macho and having a six-pack and, you know, muscle-bound. And it's, it's... I'm content with me, and it's my job to complete me. I do not condone or support codependent behavior. Nobody else... Can fix the holes in me. That is my job. You know. So (laughs) yeah, it's taken 66 years to get here, darling. And the first 40 years I spent chopping off bits of me to fit in with society, and the last 26 just going back and gathering up all those pieces, because I now know within my very heart that all of me is okay. And that's I think that's that's what I like about what I feel about masculinities is is being content. And I don't compete with anybody because, like, we're all different, you know. I have no need to compete, you know. I'd rather cooperate with people than compete against them. I think that's what's wrong with our society. There's too much competition, too little cooperation. But I love your topic, and thanks for taking my call. And, um, yeah, it's an interesting topic, isn't it? Masculinity.
2: It really is.
1: I think <laughs> we're well, straight away it's okay from some to. of these uh, tenants. And I think, you know, the media, at least in America, the media is constantly shoving down our throat about how the sexes are the same. So the, the lines are very much blurred. And everyone, you know, a lot of people are so self centered and are not looking beyond the scope of what their full potential is. And I, and I think it's a disservice both, both to men and women. I mean, today's topic is about, uh, laws of manhood, but I think similar types of, uh, rules do apply to women as well. So I loved hearing your comments. Uh, I love the part about taking full responsibility because, you know, we have the power to change our emotions. We have the power to change our destiny. We have the power for all that we are capable of. So, to take a, a dependent role is sort of the opposite of entering your manhood. It's just being a victim. So, I love that you bring yeah, well, that. That's a really great quality well, to have.
3: What I what I like what I like one question I like to ask people is if you are not creating your life, who is?
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, you're just uh, letting it randomly take over. You're not having any input to it. Of course. Yeah. I love yeah. that. And that's, so tell,
2: one, of yeah.
1: the, one of the things that you mentioned is that you are able to express your feelings, and this is an important one, too. Um, you know, I often talk about on my show that Uh, little boys from age four and five up uh, in psychology in human psychology, we have 30 feelings and young boys are only allowed, socially allowed to express anger. Um, You know, Johnny hit me on the school ground or whatever. And the other 29 feelings, uh, a lot of men have a lot of trouble expressing the other feelings. So how did you get past that barrier? Well,
3: for me, me dying, the most powerful work I've ever done was to go back and heal the wounds of my childhood. Now, um, I had a very violent childhood, and mum had all the anger, so and ah. whether I was good or bad, if I got in range, I got hit. So, you know, the first 10 years of my life, I was like a punch ball, but I never learned how to yeah. express anger because mum owned all the anger, but by and so I went through my adult life. Um, every time something like pissed me off a bit, I'd swallow it. I'd put it in the pressure cooker, you know. And then eventually, after a year or so of swallowing all these little uh, angry events, the lid would come off, and some some person would get 18 months of stored, you know, anger. I used to explode like Krakatoa, which was totally inappropriate. Now, mm-hmm. in my relationships with people. Um, and this is all about setting good boundaries with people, and that's, that's a very, very, i found useful thing to do. If somebody behaves to me in a way that makes me angry, I just say, well, hang on, when you do that, I really feel angry. In future, could you do so-and-so? So I'm not telling them what to do, and I'm expressing my anger in the moment without being violent. I'm just saying, I'm feeling angry now. When you behave that way towards me, I'm feeling angry in future, so I'm asking for what I want, and that's where I've got 100% power. I've got no power in telling people how to behave. All I can do is ask for the behaviour I want. And so now, if something, you know, um, if somebody uh, stimulates an angry response in me, that's all I say. Look, when you do that, I really feel angry in the future. Could you do so and so? And if it's a If it's a systemic thing, you know, like I'm angry at new laws or angry at the injustice, I'll just go out. I wouldn't do it in the supermarket, but I'd go out into the bush and grab a tree and just scream at a tree and get that anger out, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. don't swallow it. And what got me through, um, I suffered from chronic depression for over 20 years, took all the medications and stuff, and I've got an amazing intellect, but I'm a slow learner. And I developed a database of all the medications I was taking. And they all have one common effect. And it's not a side effect. It's they can cause uh, feelings of suicide, depression, and anxiety. And I thought, well, the light bulb went off. This is a no-brainer. So this is a self-fulfilling prophecy. So what is this pain that I'm feeling? Because the pain of depression was very real. And I suddenly realized that the pain I was feeling was just a natural human loving response of a live living human being having to live in such a corrupt society. So there was nothing wrong with me. It was a natural response to living in this crazy world. So once I discovered that, I could put a, a boundary around it. And then I realized that I'd been trying to think my way out of this so called illness, and it's not. It's a rite of passage. It's a spiritual wake up call. But my mind's always looking for answers, and the greater the intellect, the more complicated the answer, and the more uh, bold the ego is and proud of coming up with this answer. But the pain of depression doesn't reside in the mind, it resides in the heart, the body, the gut. And so, luckily, I was living on my boat at the time, and I just turned my mind off, which is another trick that's useful, and I just sat there and let every feeling that was in my body come up and express itself fully, and so I cried for weeks, I shouted and screamed and sweared and ranted, you know if I'd have done that in the supermarket I would have been locked up, but by <laughs> going through that ex- expressing all those feelings ah, that was it, that is how I moved through depression by realising one that um, it's not mental illness; it's a natural response, a natural human response. And then by getting rid of all the entrained feelings that I've been carrying
2: the years,
3: and just getting them out, and now I express my feelings in the moment, and it's been so liberating for me. But you know, it's well, how can I put it? I'm just a simple bloke, but if I can get there, um, anybody can. I think. men in particular for generations and generations and generations have been denied access to all of their feelings especially the healing feelings, the feelings of being vulnerable, the feelings of sadness um, but that healing the work, healing the wounds of my childhood, the first seven or eight years was the most powerful work I ever did and I've
2: I've got to
3: take my hat off to uh, John Bradshaw and um, his work in that field, because that was so liberating for me. So, for me, there is no such thing as mental illness. <laughs> there is no such thing as depression. Um, uh, how can I put it? When everybody, it's if just I'm content with maybe, It's just your truth.
1: Maybe it's yes. just your truth it's not it's being able to truth. come out that, that uh-huh. there's a suppression there, and with the suppression causes, you know... Uh, depression and like you say other forms of anxiety because you're not
2: living your well, true self
3: yeah well this is this is a clincher and I'll be quick because uh, you know this is your show and there's bound to be other callers on this topic but I came to the realization that one day I thought well Bob what's the longest relationship you've ever had in your life well the answer is with me and then well from that it follows that ergo I am the only expert on my life. Why am I listening to other people telling me there's something wrong with me? And so the question came up, what is my earliest recollection of me no longer believing in myself? So I went back to that childhood place Monday morning back in England. I was four and three quarters years old and I woke up and put on my red T-shirt and brushed my hair and combed my teeth and bounced down to breakfast. And mum said, Bobby, go up and put on your blue T-shirt. You know you love your blue T-shirt. So I stood up, confused, because I thought, well, no, I love my red T-shirt. That's why I put it on. But mum says, I love my blue T-shirt. So she must be right, because she's very big. She's very violent. She's very angry, and she is mum. And that's my first recollection of me no longer trusting my inner knowing. And that established a pattern that just got worse throughout my life. I believed more and more and more about what other people said about me than I did. I'd just lost contact uh, with you know my inner knowing, my truth. And now I've reestablished that contact contact. I do believe in me. I trust my, my gut feeling. I bet my life on trusting my gut feeling. You know. My I call it my inner tuition. <laughs> yeah and as I say you know, I've had an awesome life I've I've faced my own death probably about a dozen times and I reckon if you haven't faced your own death how can you really appreciate life but um, as I said I'm just a simple bloke and if I can get there to that place of contentment then anybody can but nobody else can do it for you I know that I have found my answers and I know because we're all unique that my answers are only valid for me i simply share my story in the hope that some things some of the things that i've discovered will resonate with other people you know and spark them off in their own journey because um <laughs> everybody's got their own answers i reckon anyway
1: <laughs> i i love hearing your story it's so refreshing and so validating and so very proud of you and for you to share your journey with, with us and with uh, my listeners. I'm sure there are people listening that um, they have elements of what maybe you have gone through, and hopefully this will give them hope that there is a way out and there is a way to be happy at the end of, the, uh, of all this. So I appreciate all your time and effort that you've put into this journey. It's, it's, yeah,
3: it's I'm one sure thing it's a very
1: rewarding passion. journey yeah. for you.
3: It's one thing I'd like I'd like to um, trip out on um, respond to um, is that you know people are seek- seeking happiness. Well, the pursuit of happiness is pointless because contentment overrules okay. happiness. Sometimes I'm sad, but I'm still content because mm-hmm. the sadness I'm yeah. experiencing is part of the process I'm going through. You know, if everybody was happy. All the time, every day, you wouldn't know you were happy. It's 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 the highs and lows that add the color and spice to life, for me anyway. And I just broke my wrist the other day, which is interesting. You know, I'm 66 years old, and it took 66 years for me to have this new experience of dealing with a broken a broken arm. And yeah, oh, I'm so life, sorry. It does make life interesting. Well, it's it's it's. That's how I view it, you know. This event has happened. i tell you what, I used to live on my boat for eight years until Cyclone Debbie took it away a couple of years ago. That was my home, that was my everything. Um, mm-hmm. And Cyclone Debbie came through and took it away. I managed to get off with my two dogs and myself. And, yeah. And people are going, oh, Bob, you've lost everything, you've lost everything. But I just looked at, looked at this, and once one experience, living through a Cat5 cyclone was awesome. You know, witnessing Mother Nature at her boldest and brassiest was amazing. But this event that I created in my life held a lesson for me. So what is the lesson that I needed to learn from this event that I created? And the lesson I learned was totally let go of the attachment to things. And that's... Ah, that, and i you learned that from I your ready... No, I learned that from losing my boat, my home, my everything.
1: Oh, gotcha. That meaning yeah. you don't be attached to things. Yes.
3: Yeah. I I took what was important, which is my two dogs and me, and I'm now living in a, an old caravan under a mango tree. I bought the caravan for four hundred bucks. Um, I I catch and drink rainwater. Um, I'm no saint. I smoke too much. I probably drink too much. I exercise about as much as a koala, but I'm content with me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm content with me. So, yeah. thanks for your time, Linda. Thanks you so much.
1: Thank you, Bob. A uh, quick question: how did you how did you connect with the show? Because you're calling from a long way away from Australia. Are you using Skype or, or an electronic device or cell phone, or how are you connecting to the
2: show?
3: Um, I was going to say telepathy, but I haven't mastered that one yet. But I'm working on it. And remote viewing—that's another thing I'm working on. No, I've just got my uh, um, desktop in front of me, uh, laptop in front of me. It's 9:50. Uh, uh, no, it's 10 o'clock a.m. on. Uh-huh. Uh I'm 10 hours ahead of uh, Greenwich Mean Time. Right, and Wednesday. Yeah, it's 10 on Wednesday. Right. And. For the past 10 years, I've. Um, how did I connect to the show? Synchronicity.
1: Synchronicity. So, for example, you're using the, the Blog Talk app to connect? Is that how you're no. doing
3: it? No. No. Um, I've got the book page open, but the sound quality is always poor. So, I, I've called in and shared on about over 300 shows, and I prefer to use Google Hangouts. Because the sound quality is always much better than Block Talk or Skype. You know, so right. Google Hangouts is 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 working well for me even, even with this um time delay. This isn't it amazing. We couldn't be further apart, could we, on the planet, really? Right.
1: <laughs> right. In fact but I was so- having issues myself. I normally connect to the show via Skype and it just wasn't cooperating today, and that's why I was a few minutes late. But uh, I even deleted the Skype and re- re-ran it, but that didn't cure anything. So <laughs> I'm always interested to see how other people are connecting in.
3: Well, Google has got my vote. It's been great, and it's free.
1: Got it. Got it. Yeah. Thank you, Bob. I will look for you again. Yep. I hope you call in again. And um, so good to have uh, you. See you
3: on Facebook? Are you on Facebook?
1: Yes, I am. Just uh, Google the Men's Advocate Show on Facebook, the okay, Men's we'll Advocate do. Show, and you can connect that way.
3: Okay, will do, darling. Yep. Lovely spending time Absolutely. with you.
1: Thank it's you. Time for a coffee. Cheerio. <laughs> Bye. Okay. And there goes Bob. Yay. That was our first caller. I'm so excited and one from so far away. I love that. Okay, so let's... Uh, well, let's take a quick break here, and we'll come back with more tips on traits that make you enter manhood, right? Okay, so if you've just joined us, you're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show. With me, your host, Linda Gross, we are talking about the laws of manhood. You, too, just like Bob, can call into the show with your comment or question, 323-642-1677, 323-642-1677. One six seven seven. Catch you right back after the break.
0: The Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross. We will be discussing men's issues, dating, relationships, sex, women, fitness, health, business, men's hobbies, men's rights, and more. She will be talking about excerpts from her men's book, Mastering Women Too. Hey guys, do you have a nagging problem that you just can't get a handle on? Now you can talk to an expert coach right in the privacy of your own home. Meet in person, over the phone, or with a free Skype call anywhere in the world. Linda is here to make it easy for you. Linda Gross has done years of academic research combined with interviewing over 20,000 men. Linda's expert advice gets you through tackling relationship issues, business goals, conflict resolution, and removing lifetime roadblocks that have kept you back, usually handled in four sessions or less. Realize the benefits now. Go to the Men's Advocate page slash coaching, and you'll be on your way. That's themensadvocate.com slash coaching.
2: Hi, guys. You've heard her on the Men's Advocate show. Linda Gross wants you to know what turns a woman on and makes her go wild so she just can't help herself. Check out Linda's book, Mastering Women, Real Truth About Women That'll Change Your Life Forever. Linda gives you all the insider tips on how to catch a woman and if you want, to keep her. In four easy steps, these proven techniques will make women just melt. Ever wonder why the girl you really liked seemed to be great when you met and then all of a sudden just goes cold on you and turns you off? Linda will also let you know what not to do on a date. Never blow it again by losing another hot woman. You don't have to be good looking or even have money. Her book, Mastering Women, is available in paperback and ebook. Men, Linda's on your side. So buy her book, Mastering Women. Buy it for now. And don't keep your women waiting another minute. Get Mastering Women today.
1: Welcome back, everybody. You're currently listening to the Men's Advocate Show with me, your host, Linda Gross. Today, we are talking about the laws of manhood. Have you tried some of these traits? Do they work really well for you? Are there one or two that don't work so well? Would you add one that I haven't talked about? 323 642 1677. 323 642 1677. By the way, if you happen to have missed last week's show, we were talking about the science of how she knows in 30 seconds. In a recent study, 51% of women said that the nature of the date, meaning where it takes place, and the effort that he puts into it, is a determining factor in whether they'll see the man again, whereas men showed little interest in this fact. Since the genders are using different evaluation criteria today, We explore, or I should say last week, we explored how, the how and the why she can decide in 30 seconds and whether or not to have sex with you. Do you know what those rules are? If not, put on your earbuds and start listening to last week's show. By the way, you can listen to last week's show and any and all of my archive shows. shows You have about five years of on-demand library that you can peruse, um, Do some catching up. Maybe you're new to the show. I would love to hear from you. And if you do like the show, show your love. You can listen, call, chat, like our fan page, follow, comment, share, tell a friend, start with my Amazon link, download my app, and buy my book, Mastering Women on Amazon. All right, let's circle back to the show for more tips on laws of manhood. Never leave a pint unfinished. Yeah, that's a good one. Never, Don't ever take the last beer. And if it is the last beer, make sure you're sharing it with your friend. Plunger before you need a plunger. <laughs> I like this preparedness. Exercise makes you happy. So run, lift, and play sports. Give a firm handshake and look the other person in the eye. Always stand to shake someone's hand. It's just courtesy, right? Be conscious of your body language. When you walk, look straight ahead, not at your feet. A man does what needs to be done without complaining. You can tell what a man is made of by the extent of things that bother him. Never lend anything that you can't afford to lose. Sometimes be anonymously benevolent. You don't always need recognition for good deeds. And lastly, get a passport and use it. <laughs> All right. Those are some good tips there. And just to kind of wrap, wrap up, uh, there, are, there were some other uh, forms of masculinity, other marks that you can incorporate as well. How about humility? When a man understands that he is not the center of the universe, it is children who are self-centered and selfish, he becomes a man when it's not all about him. He reaches beyond his circle. He puts himself out there for his wife, children, and community. Grit. Any man can be lazy and take shortcuts, but when a man shifts his attitude to seeing something through to completion, that takes grit. So what is grit? It just means that you have perseverance and bravery. Courage. It is said that a true man is called to be courageous in the face of evil, danger, and when challenged. You can't be courageous unless you have a strong conviction in what is true, right, and good. Sacrifice. Delaying gratification for the greater good of himself and or for others. Standing. If a man won't listen to his woman and seek to understand her, his skill set will be limited in other areas as well. Leadership. Mother Nature made men, in general, bigger, badder, stronger, faster than we for a reason. It is an opportunity to step up to the plate and to take charge. And lastly, love. When a man can move from lust to love, it has it adds a whole nother dimension to his personality. All right, everybody, thank you for joining us. You are currently listening to the men's advocate show. You can Google that, find my other links. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, all over the place. With it. my Instagram handle, by the way, is Linda Gross Speaks. Linda Gross Speaks, uh, the Facebook, just type in there the Men's Advocate Show with Linda Gross, and it'll come up. It'll show you all the links. It's a good thing to log on to the Facebook because it gives you what the upcoming show is, who the guests are, what we're going to be talking about, and you can get all caught up on Blog Talk Radio. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you tell your friends. Uh, we, we need to grow this show, all right, all right with your help. Thank you again, everybody, and we'll see you next time. We're here each and every Tuesday, 3 p.m. Pacific time, 6 p.m. Eastern time, right here on Blog Talk Radio. Bye for now. We'll see you next week.